Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program of information on the ever-changing world of accessibility. Now here are the hosts of this program, Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. Hello, I'm Nancy. And I'm Pete. In last week's episode, we talked about radio reading services and what they can offer for people who have difficulty reading printed material for any reason. This week, we'll not only get a tour of their facilities, but we'll talk about some of the new ways in which they distribute information to their clients. So come along with us and Matt Kassane, who you will meet in a minute, and meet some of the staff and learn what it takes to make these services available. But first, for our tip of the week... This week's tip comes from the executive director of the Audio Information Network of Colorado, David Dawson, with whom we spoke last week. I'm David Dawson, and I'm the executive director and founder of the Audio Information Network of Colorado. If you know of someone, refer them to the local uh, service provider and get them in touch so that they too can benefit not only from the information on the information service, but there are other services. There's all kinds of services for teaching mobility and cane travel. There's all kinds of services that teach Braille along with all kinds of uh, other kinds of home care skills and that kind of thing that people need. Once you get that stuff, uh, you get on about your life, you know. Uh, you don't not in constant contact with a rehab agency or a service provider or whatever. But when you go blind, you do need some assistance in discovering resources, and getting yourself uh, trained so that you can go out and travel around. Refer people and get them in touch with good resource materials. And there are many, many, many excellent sources of information. And if you found a good source and you know somebody else who could make use of that, tell them about it. And you should do that not only for any of these services and resources that you find useful or enjoyable, but, you know, for shows that you hear on some of these radio reading services, like Eyes on Success. I mean, we're available through podcasts around the world or as a download from our site, but we're also available on many radio reading services throughout the U.S. and Canada. And the way we get the word out is through Facebook, Twitter, our mailing list. If you go to our website at www.eyesonsuccess.net, you can find out more information. But that's how people learn about it, and that's how we've come to grow over the years. So make a friend aware of things that you like. Let's start by meeting our tour guide and getting a brief introduction to the staff of the Audio Information Network of Colorado. My name is Matt Kissane. I am the Director of Listener Services at the Audio Information Network of Colorado. My role is I reach out to the people who listen to our service, making sure that their equipment is working correctly and that everything's going okay and they're getting the information they need. I spend a lot of time going out to their homes to either troubleshoot or set up equipment, and I also um, curate the database of our listeners. And we will meet several other staff members as Matt tours us around their facility. Roughly how many listeners do you have? About 1,400 throughout the state of Colorado. 
you're in Boulder, Colorado, which is more or less in the middle of the state, but you reach out to a huge geographical area. Yes, we do. It's it's a really big geographical area. We divide the area into three parts based on the Rocky Mountain PBS channel signal. They donate their digital TV signal to us. So there's three parts to the state. We're in what we call the Denver, Boulder, and Northeast Colorado area. Then roughly below I-70 to the southern border is the Colorado Springs, Pueblo, Southeast Colorado area. And then you have west of the Continental Divide is the western slope, the least populated part of the state. And then we also have the Spanish stream, which is our fourth stream. And how big of an organization is this? What does it take in terms of manpower to support that kind of service? We're very small staff, nine staff people. Oh, and then we have a new, we have one more new staff. And then about 300 or so volunteer readers come in and read the programs. Uh, and then there's a couple other uh, volunteers who do things besides reading. So yeah, that's right here in the office. That's what we have. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. This week's focus topic is a behind-the-scenes tour of the Audio Information Network of Colorado to give us all a better idea of how they are able to provide the various services that they do. And before we start the tour, I just wanted to remind people about what some of these audio information services do. As we talked about last week, what they basically do is get copyrighted material read to print disabled people, meaning people who have difficulty reading printed material for any reason, distributed to these people in an audio format. So it's easy for them to keep in contact with newspapers, both national and local magazines and other material that would otherwise be difficult to obtain. And over the years, they've come up with a number of new ways of distributing this audio information to people that we didn't have years ago. So there are many ways that people can receive this information. And in the tour, we'll see what some of those new methods are, some of the equipment that they use to do that, and how they get this all done. And although radio reading services started out, with just having volunteer readers reading copyrighted, previously published material. These days, in addition, there are a number of other shows that are aired over radio reading services, like Eyes on Success, and this is hardly the only one where we don't actually get our material from previously published works. We create it ourselves. So let's get started on the tour. So for people who may not be familiar with radio reading services, maybe you can give us a quick summary of what services you actually provide people and who is eligible. Okay, so anybody who has a reading impairment is eligible. Of course, we were started as a service for the blind and visually impaired, uh, but we go beyond that. We have listeners who have had strokes or somehow they're physically unable to read like they used to. We have a Spanish stream, which is all Spanish for people who speak only Spanish. The target audience for that are people who are unable to read in either Spanish or English, so therefore being reading impaired. 
So does that mean that in addition to visual impairments and dexterity issues and presumably uh, learning disabilities like dyslexia, that you also cover people who are illiterate? Well, yes, but that isn't a, you know, a large part of our audience. Ours is targeted and streamlined directly, like the, the three English language streams that we have, targeted directly to uh, those who can't see and to seniors. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the vast majority, I don't know the numbers or the percentages, but the vast majority of our listenership are people over 65. Mm-hmm. I'll show you examples of the type of equipment that we use. The digital receiver, it's a small box. That is so much slicker than the one you got 30 years ago. (laughs) Oh, yeah. In fact, we have some relics sitting around here. (laughs) And it carries just the one stream from Rocky Mountain PBS. Oh, that is nice. That's very different than what I had 30 years ago. Yes. And it basically just has one knob on it, so that's power and volume power and end of discussion. And, and volume, exactly. Um, we uh, hook a, an antenna to the back and set it up that way, and it, and it gets the one stream. I, there are dip switches on the back where I could set it for either the northern Colorado signal or the southern Colorado signal or the western slope signal. Oh. So, yeah, that's the most popular one, mainly because it's so simple. However, um, it's also uh, not the most reliable because of it, it's still bringing the signal out of the air. And there are a lot of places in Colorado where that signal isn't always reliable. Those mountains can get in the way of some signals, can't they? They sure can. But, you know, the funny thing is that the signal towers are on mountains as well. Mm-hmm. So there are some places where, like Fort Collins and Pueblo, where there's some really strong towers where they don't have any problems at all. Mm-hmm. But in the city of Boulder, where we're tucked into the foothills here, it, it's very problematic. Yeah. You know, a lot of Boulder is a dead zone for us. Hmm. In fact, it's that one corner, that one window right there in this office where we can get our signal. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we also have a Wi-Fi broadcast that uh, is available through Wi-Fi receivers. We are also available through any touch-tone phone preferably speakerphone, so people don't have to, you know, always have their hand near their head. We provide all this for free, by the way. And it's by calling a toll-free number and then pressing a couple of prompts, they can get either the live broadcast through the phone. I mean, by, by live broadcast, I mean the 24 hours, seven day a week mm-hmm. scheduled broadcast. Or they can do information on demand. So we have information on demand for people to cherry pick what they want. So you can either listen to a program that is in progress, or you can just pick a program that you'd like to listen to that may have been broadcast earlier. Correct, or any time that week. So this telephone that they provide has very large buttons with very large high contrast numbers that are raised and brailed so that anybody with any level of vision loss can have an easy time interacting with the telephone. Correct. So this is an example of our broadcast schedule. In half hour or hour um, slots, uh, reading uh, various print materials from throughout the state, or there's also some topical programs there too. So this is our information on demand. So for information on demand, they call the toll-free number, 
And then I assign them a subscriber number and a security number that they put in. And then they'll, like, for example, here, they'll press one for the main menu, two for Denver area, Northeast Colorado newspapers. And, and let's say they want to listen to Boulder Daily Camera. They press 13 for the Boulder Daily Camera. So let's say, okay, so the Denver Post is broadcast every weekday morning between 9 and 10. Well, if they want to listen at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, they can do that with information on demand through the phone. That is not available on digital receivers or on the Wi-Fi receivers, but they are available on the phone and through podcasting, through, through you know, you can download podcasts off our website. Yeah, and we have people listening to our show either live on various radio reading services or as a podcast. So we're familiar with that concept. Yes, yes. Uh, it's very popular. So the version of your program schedule that we just saw is handwritten in colored marker on an enormous whiteboard. In fact, several enormous whiteboards. That is obviously not how your listeners get to see the program schedule because they're not in your office. What formats can they get the program schedule in? Our program schedules come in large print, Braille, and audio. we have audio CDs. Presumably also on your website? And on the website, an audio version on the website. We come down a hall here. This is my office. This is my headquarters for what I do. Complete with a stack of receivers ready to go out. Oh, there's cabinets full of receivers ready to go. Hey, Google, play A-I-N-C-O Denver on TuneIn. Sure, here's A-I-N-C-O Denver on TuneIn. The importance of defining mindfulness. Despite the broad coverage and the benefits of mindfulness in the media, we neither have a universal definition of it, nor a common understanding of what mindfulness... So this is one of their 300 volunteers reading Body and Soul. Whereas others identify acceptance to breathing exercises. Hey, Google, can you stop? There you go. So that's really great. Obviously, there are lots of ways of getting this information. You showed us some of your radio receivers. You can get this over Wi-Fi as a podcast, through the phone system, and now you can use your smart device like Alexa or your Google Assistant device to just ask for it to play one of these uh, programs for you. That's, that's really a great advance. Well, and as we heard, you can tell it to stop with your voice also. That's an advance also. Anyway, on with our tour. What's next? This is our volunteer prep area. So the readers will come in here and they'll sit down with the newspaper that they're reading and they'll mark it up, cut it up, you know, pick the, the articles they're going to read and, and do that before they go into our studio. This is a very well-equipped reader prep area. In addition to the scotch tape, the paper clips, the highlighters, the scissors. There's also a tin of cookies. I guess they certainly know how to keep their volunteers happy. As we continued the tour, we got to meet some other members of the staff. This is Gina Rivera. She is our uh, receptionist up front. Oh. She hey, is the chief cook and bottle washer, <laughs> uh, who uh, is is David's chauffeur and... Well, what do you do, Gina? Tell her everything. So, 
record Spanish programming, take David to different appointments, make surveys um, to listeners and call and you know which programs they enjoy. If there's another program they would like added to our program guide, set up equipment, Wi-Fi radios and digital receivers. That's a lot of different tasks. <laughs> These are some of our studios. We have uh, four more on the other side. Katie. Yeah. Okay, this is Katie Todd. This is Nancy and Pete. Hi, guys. Katie is our sound engineer. Um, she's the magician back here in the control room. Go ahead, Katie. You take it. Well, there's 13 computers back here. Those three computers over in front of me are ones that run the playlists for each of our four streams that we have, and uh, I monitor scheduling and just make sure that everything runs smoothly with the playlists, um, basically. So do you actually air anybody reading live, or is it all pre-recorded and then you put it into your playlist? So most of it's pre-recorded, but in the morning from 8 o'clock to 10, we there's a window right there to my right, ahead of me a little bit, and I put people on and off the air. There's a board over ahead of me, too. I use the hand signals to put people on and take them off. So I take it all the background noise in here is you monitoring each of the stations to make sure they're still on the air and nothing went wrong? Yeah, we. it's... I get used to the noise, but if something goes wrong, I can hear kind of the difference. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But yeah, that's... What I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite the noise. Interesting. Nice to meet you guys. Yep. You Have too. Bye bye. This is Mary Young. This is uh, Nancy. Welcome and to Pete. my conference table here. Oh, it's, it's a garbage it's, can. It's, it's, a, it's a bear. It's a bear-proof <laughs> garbage can. Uh, but anyhow. Hi. Hi. Oh, welcome. I'm Mary. I'm Nancy. Nancy and, and Pete. Pete. Nice to meet you. So what do you do here? Um, I was hired because I'm sort of a Jill of all trades, and I've been um, involved in um, projects relating to aging. David hired me to perhaps help with some of the development and helps with some of the outreach and um, Spanish language programming. Cool. You know, there are so many seniors who are losing their vision and don't want to admit that they qualify for a service like this. So anything you can do to get this service to them is fantastic. Well, that's certainly one of the target audiences for sure. And I think there's also a lot of folks that have some sort of disability that does not enable them to read print media. So, uh, for example, people that can turn pages that have arthritis also could access this service as well. So, yes, of course, um, reaching out to seniors of all kinds and people with disabilities, I think, is important. You're doing a good thing for the world. <laughs> you all are. <laughs> These are our other four studios. This studio right here, Cat. Bradbury, our director of volunteer services, is currently auditioning a new volunteer applicant, reader applicant. Mm -hmm. This studio that they're in is the only studio where we do live readings, and that's for what they call the Boulder Daily News, which is the Boulder Daily Camera, Longmont Times Call, and the, Boulder, and the Colorado Daily from 8 to 9. 
on weekday mornings, and then the Denver Post from 9 to 10 on weekday mornings. So we only have live broadcasts from 8 to 10 on weekday mornings, and this is the studio where that is read. That's why there's the window, and Katie sits mm-hmm. on the other side. Um, I've been through that audition process. It's pretty rigorous. Not only do you have to be able to be a pretty fluid reader, but they gave me a whole list of difficult-to-pronounce names in the news, and I had to get them all mm-hmm. right. Yes. Uh, names, names of places, uh, names of diseases and medical terms, and yeah, a lot of things, you know. Um, I didn't pass the audition, which is why I'm in my position now, probably, <laughs> because I volunteered here and just sending out equipment to listeners for a few years before I joined staff part-time and then was promoted. Hi! So could you just, like, tell us your name, tell us what you do here, tell us what you're doing with um, Kathleen? Yeah. Okay, my name is Kat Bradbury, and I'm the Director of Volunteer Services. And I'm here with Kathleen, and this is her first day. She's come in to complete a reading audition, which is a prerequisite to uh, new volunteers starting as readers with our organization. And she completed it successfully, and now we're going over a newspaper content of a program that she will be reading for us. And, of course, we're sitting in one of the recording studios, so it's really, really quiet relative to all the other noises we've been hearing around the building. Oh, yes, and they are. They're insulated so that um, they won't pick up extra sound. People can come in here and bring up their newspaper, bring up whatever content that they're reading, and start their reading process. We record our programs uh, using equipment in the studios, and we also have computers that we use for accessing online content. And that's how we stay timely with the news information that we produce for our listeners. Thank you. So let me just tell you, I started out as a volunteer at the Radio Reading Service in Rochester, New York. The hardest part, I assume you will tell her about this, is hitting the post. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Whatever that is, I'm sure I'll You'll learn, learn. these keywords. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, You're Kat. So and for those that don't know, that means that the show has to end when it has to end so the next show can start on time. Which basically means that if you're recording a half-hour or hour-long program, you have to stop at the right time give or take five or ten seconds. And that's really tight. And that was the end of our tour, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. We just wanted to thank you very much for the tour. That was great. You're very welcome. I'm really looking forward to listening to your podcast. So thank you very much, Matt. It was nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome, David. Now for this week's final item, how you can learn more about the Audio Information Network of Colorado, about the similar service close to you, and about audio information services in general. So if people want to find out more about your services or radio reading services in general, or they want to get one of your pieces of equipment or log into your phone service, where would you send them? Well, we have two websites. The AINcolorado.org website is the English one. The Spanish one is a 
I-N-Y-C-O-Spanish.org. And they can go up there and check us out either way. And also there are links. If you go up on the English website, there's a link right on there that says, do you want to see the Spanish website? And it'll take you over to it. And they're very interchangeable that way. So that's one way. The other way is they're always welcome to send us an email to AINC at AINcolorado.org. Do you have a social media presence? Yes, on Facebook. What's your phone number if anybody has a question? Well, the toll-free number is uh, 877-443-2001. And the uh, local number and in the Denver metro area and, and along the front range is 303-786-7777. And how about for people who don't live in Colorado? These services are available all over the place. How would you advise them finding their local station to get in contact with? Well, if they call us, we can tell them because we keep a directory of the other radio reading services and information services in the U.S., And that was a very generous offer of David to help anybody find a radio reading service in their neighborhood. Another way of doing that is to go to the website of the International Association of Audio Information Services, and they are at www.iaais.org. So we encourage people to sign up, and if you have any trouble reading print at all for any reason you are probably eligible. Now, we scheduled this episode of Eyes on Success to run this week on purpose because this is the week that the International Association of Audio Information Services is having their annual meeting. And conveniently, it's about 10 miles away from the Audio Information Network of Colorado offices. And I noticed on their schedule that one of their events is they are taking all of these people who are directors of radio reading services around the world on a tour of the Audio Information Network of Colorado. Well, if you weren't lucky enough to get onto that tour, you just got a virtual tour via this show. And you heard a lot of resources and contact information there. And I want to remind people that for every episode, we have show notes associated with that episode that have all of that contact information and URLs, etc. in case you missed it in the audio. You just go to our website at www.eyesonsuccess.net and look for those show notes. I also want to remind people that we've done many episodes on different kinds of reading, different kinds of technologies and tools available for reading, as well as a lot of other topics that we've covered. And in over seven years of doing the show every week, we have nearly 400 episodes in our archives. Well, that can be hard to rummage through, so we put a search tool on our website. If you enter in the search field of our website some keyword or a topic or a show number— and hit enter, you'll get a list of shows with summaries of those shows and links to the audio and show notes for those episodes that match those terms. So it's an easy way to find lots of information on almost any topic. Try it out. That's it for show number 1818. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about the FlickType keyboard for iOS devices. You may remember the Flexi keyboard. Well, It got to being so popular by the cited 
population that they wound up adding lots and lots of features that kind of made it inconvenient for the visually impaired population. Well, flick type is a variant of flexi that is designed to be used with voiceover. And we will speak with principals of the organization that are creating flick type, Ashley and Costa. If you have any questions regarding something you've heard about on the show or you'd like to share an idea for a future show, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net or call us at 585-210-8094. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. Browse the full archive of programs, find instructions for subscribing to the podcasts, and much more at www.eyesonsuccess.net. You can also find us on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at Eyes on Success or Twitter at underscore Eyes on Success. We hope you will join us again next week for more information and updates on products for accessible living. Thanks for listening to Eyes on Success and have a nice day.